This week on The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, we wrap up the gospel according to St. Luke with the resurrection, on the road to Emmaus, stay with us, touch and see, and you are witnesses. Join me, Pastor Will Whedon, for The Word of the Lord Endures Forever, your daily 15-minute verse-by-verse Bible study on demand. Listen at thewordendures.org or your favorite podcast provider. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you, O Lord, keep our record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together, as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ and saying, God, be merciful to us, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his only Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins. As a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
the Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, as your only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, ascended into heavens, so may we also ascend in heart and mind and continually dwell there with him, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. The first reading for the Ascension of our Lord is written in the Acts of the Apostles, the first chapter. In the first book, O Theophilus, I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach, until the day when he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the Apostles whom he had chosen. To them he presented himself alive after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during forty days and speaking about the kingdom of God. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up, and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, Two men stood by them in white robes and said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Gospel according to St. Luke, the 24th chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. Then Jesus said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures and said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead, and that repentance and forgiveness of sins should be proclaimed in his name to all nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. And behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Then he led them out as far as Bethany, and lifting up his hands, he blessed them. 
While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple blessing God. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? These were not exactly nice or kind words that the two angels dressed in white shining robes spoke to the apostles. It was as if they were saying, you look so stupid. <laughs> what in the world are you doing and thinking? Don't just stand there staring up into heaven. Brothers, you look so funny. That's not where Jesus is for you now. Why don't you quickly go back to Jerusalem and wait for the next assignment that Jesus has in mind for you to be doing? I still have a rather vivid memory when Dr. John Kleinich uh, told a true story that took place in Australia. It was about the centennial anniversary of a congregation called Resurrection Lutheran Church. Maybe some of you may remember him saying this. This congregation was not without problems. She was divided into basically three factions or divisions a third of her charter members, a clan, uh, there was a, uh, uh, a third of the members belonged to one clan, and then another third belonged to another charter members, the original clan, and then the last third belonged to neither. In the history of the congregation, 
the two charter families always disagreed with each other on any issues, particularly when some important decision needed to be made uh, for the congregation. It was almost for the sake of disagreement that they should oppose to each other a familiar story. But when the centennial of the congregation was approaching, there was a miracle. Those two parties actually agreed on celebrating together this milestone over 100 years. What an accomplishment in itself. In addition, they both agreed to install three stained glasses above the altar for the first time in the congregation, each having a theme appropriate to this congregation with the words of our Lord. From left to right, each one of them read, do not be afraid. He is risen. He is not here. Resurrection Lutheran Church. Everyone was so excited. Then, again it happened. When they came to a decision-making process of selecting who the appropriate artist must be, one party wanted to designate Mr. Roland as a painter. Another family suggested Mr. Naomi to be the painter. You are supposed to laugh. <laughs> I'm making up a story. The name I don't remember. In the end, the negotiation went unsuccessful with the result that one of the two big clans withdrew their money. The congregation could afford only two out of three stained glasses, so to this day, that Resurrection Lutheran Church have only two beautiful stained glasses which read, do not be afraid, she's not here. <laughs> The apostles were gazing upward. They stood staring at heaven. They looked so funny. They were unable to think or speak beyond the range of what we can think, see, or speak. The book of Acts chapter 1 is the only place where we are told of the actual event. Luke talks about the cloud. No, not that cloud that we store our data and photos up there. It's a real cloud. In the scripture, the same bright cloud was there at the transfiguration. The cloud was there in the Old Testament by which the Lord located himself and said, I am here for you. The bright pillar of fire and the bright cloud that followed the people of Israel by night and by day. And where that was, there was the Lord's statement, I am surely here with you where my glory is, where my cloud is. In other words, the cloud says that he is beyond the range of what we can figure out in our natural uh, range of thinking. For us, there is always only one place and one time. But now that Jesus has ascended, we cannot any longer hold him under the control of the range of our way of thinking, seeing, and speaking. Jesus did not simply change his location. He did not travel from point A here on earth to point B up in heaven. If the Lord's ascension simply means a change of his location, what is the good news about the Lord's ascension? Why celebrate today? Bye-bye, Jesus. See you later. Make an appointment if you like to see me. Quite to the contrary, in the ascension of our Lord, we confess and rejoice in the fact that he has done the job. He has finished the job that he came to do to be our savior. It is finished. It is done. He is ascended, now at the right hand of God. Having completed our salvation, he is not resting in heaven, sleeping, or amusing himself there in idleness. No, he is right there wherever he uses his power, that is the right hand of God. Uh, he is continuously active and busy here on earth in his church, reigning our consciences, our hearts, 
our soul by the gospel and by the sacraments. You may think that President Ras is the most, the busiest person on this campus, but no, it is Jesus who is by far the busiest man and God for each one of you. By ascension, Jesus did not remove himself from you. Rather, he has made himself more available to you. We can no longer hold him under our control of time and place. He is not bound to the ways of cre creatures where he would need food and drink. Because he has ascended, he is now far nearer to you. With Jesus' ascension, he is more with you than if he had not ascended. Jesus is not too far but near you, too, our beloved deaconess, students and graduates, who on this day receive an announcement of their uh, placement. The Lord knows you and how much effort you have put into the deaconess formation program. He knows how hard you have worked and studied in every course you took, every paper you wrote, every uh, practicum you exercised, and every exam you needed to take. You put yourself so fully in order to embody Christ's mercy as a deepness, to articulate the gospel, to serve the church and larger community, and to respond to human suffering in a manner that reflects Christ's compassion and care. We treasure you with due respect and honor. We pray for the Lord's richest blessing on your deaconess services in the locations where he will assign. We are so happy for you, but the one who loves you most and rejoices with you most more than any of us, is Jesus himself. Who is now ascended Lord and above, he's about to serve you and to us, his body and blood. This morning, he bids you and bids us all to come to his table. Jesus is near you to forgive your sins and bestow life because what you eat and drink is the life-giving body of Christ and the life-giving blood of Christ. So do you still want to look up into heaven as if Jesus had departed and no longer near us? Of course not. The good news of the Lord's ascension is that Jesus is surely here for you. Happy Ascension Day, or taste and see that the Lord is good. Amen. As members of the kingdom of God for holy baptism, let us call on our Savior and King rejoicing in his ascension, living under his gracious reign, and remaining confident of his return as we join together in praying, hear our prayer and grant us your salvation. Lord Jesus Christ, you are worthy to sit at the right hand of the Father, for you were slain to redeem our sin, our all sinners, and by your saving deeds have taken captive, captivity captive, conquering Satan and death. Continue your holy reign over us in peace, keeping us in your kingdom and granting us strength all our days. O Lord Jesus, our intercessor before the heavenly throne, ruler of all, Guide Joseph, our president, Eric, our governor, the Congress, the judiciary, and all who make, administer, and judge our laws. Grant an extra measure of civility in our public discourse, that our union would remain strong. O Lord Jesus, our intercessor before the heavenly throne, hear our prayer and grant us your salvation. 
even as your beloved son intercedes on behalf of his church, so has he commanded us, his kingdom of priests, to pray for one another. Hear us as we implore you to show mercy to all who are in need, to the sick, the lonely, and the depressed, grant relief. To the dying and to those who mourn, bring comfort. To the hungry and the homeless, to the immigrant and the refugee, send your aid. To all women who bear children, grant protection. To husbands and wives and their families, grant steadfastness of purpose. And to our students and their families as they move on to new ventures in the coming days, grant the protection of your holy angels. O Lord Jesus, our intercessor before the heavenly throne, Gracious Father, grant your blessing to the women who this day will receive their placements as deaconesses in your church, that through their faithful service the people of God may know the depth of your mercy. O Lord Jesus, our intercessor before the heavenly throne, And finally, when the hour of our departure is at hand, Lord Jesus, receive our spirit and grant that we may abide in your presence, where there is fullness of peace and joy at your right hand forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and everlasting God, for the countless blessings you so freely bestow on us and all creation. Above all, we give thanks for your boundless love shown to us when you sent your only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, into our flesh and laid on him our sin, giving him into death that we might not die eternally. Because he is now risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity, all who believe in him will overcome sin and death and will rise again to new life. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we lord and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying,
Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation, for you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. Having revealed your glory in the face of your only begotten Son, who suffered, died, and rose for our salvation, you have exalted him to the highest majesty at your right hand, that he might graciously fill all things. Grant us faithfully to eat and drink this holy supper, trusting our reigning Savior Jesus, who, though unseen in his ascended glory, is here present to save by his body and blood. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is a new testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
The body and blood of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in his peace. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us a foretaste of the feast to come in the holy supper of your Son's body and blood. Keep us firm in the true faith throughout our days of pilgrimage, that on the day of his coming we may, together with all your saints, celebrate the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. Dr. James Busher, the director of Deaconess Formation here at CTSW, is on sabbatical in the front pew. <laughs> and so it is my pleasure to announce the placement of our Deaconess students, which can occur at any time throughout the year. I would also like to thank Dr. Masaki for a delightful sermon this morning. Thank you very much. To begin with, I'd like to express my appreciation to everyone in the placement department and all who have contributed to these, this placement process. Especially, we would like to recognize Deaconess Amy Rast, the Associate Director, for her diligent work in bringing all of these placements to fruition. We must especially give thanks to God for the calling congregations and institutions. And so today, we pray that the Lord blesses our students, these congregations, these institutions as well as their pastors as together they fulfill their service to Christ. Today we, are place, we have six deaconess placements to announce. One of these students could not be with us in person and they are watching online. So we welcome them and everyone else who is joining them online in this placement process. Would the deaconess candidates please present themselves. In absentia, Shirley Doskovitz, St. Peter Lutheran Church, Hemlock, Michigan, Michigan District. Sarah Federwitz, Lutheran Bible Translators, Concordia, Missouri, Missouri District. May Itzkovich, Grace Lutheran Church, St. Peters, Petersburg, Florida, Florida, Georgia District. Terza Cray, LCMS Office of International Mission, serving in the Dominican Republic, Missouri District. Kia Payne, LCMS Office of International Mission, serving in Tanzania, Missouri District. Jamelin Tinky, LCMS Office of International Mission, serving in the Dominican Republic, Missouri District. We conclude by calling for our Lord's blessing 
upon these ladies as they begin their service to the church. The Lord, whose mercies are new to us every morning, be with you and bless you. May his love for the world open your ears and enlighten your eyes to perceive the needs of your neighbor. May his compassion then fill your heart, his truth inspire your mind, and his generosity shape your will. May his words then proceed from your lips, his holiness guide your feet, and his mercy move your hands, so that the bonds of love may ever be increased in his church. Finally, may the one true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit sanctify you completely so that your whole life begun, continued, and ended in him may be pleasing in his sight. To Christ be all the glory forever and ever. Amen. This concludes our announcements. The Lord bless you all in your service to the church.